Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Conservative, not bitter. Boy, that is an important distinction that needs to be made. In fact, as I'm as I was preparing for today's show, occasionally this will happen. Occasionally this will happen. I'll see something somewhere that just gets me kind of lights my fuse, lights my my fire, so to speak. And that's what's happened today. Um, I am going to spend some time. I'm going to play something, and you're going to chuckle. And candidly, you should chuckle at me when I say this. But I, I found this clip from someone who's on TikTok. <laughs> but I just... I want to play it for you because the allegations and the accusations that this TikToker has made and his handle or whatever you call it on TikTok is the loneliest wolf. Take it for whatever it's worth. I'm not, there is an unedited version. I had to bleep out one word. Um, Not a very nice word. So it's bleeped out. So if you go there, I'm I'm not endorsing anything. I don't even know what else is going on on that particular uh, TikTok page or what have you. But anyway, I've, I've got this queued up today because I think, I think that there's a lot, a lot to unpack from this as far as it pertains to, or as much as it pertains to just the, just explaining what we believe and why we believe it and responding to these False, I mean, it's literally almost 100% false. It couldn't be, and I'm not saying, please don't misunderstand me, I'm not saying that this TikToker and Loneliest Wolf, if you got word that I talked about you on my show, this is not personal. I I really, I I welcome you to email me. I welcome any of you to email me. The email address, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, T-O-D-D at ToddHuffShow.com. You can also text us. We have a text a text hotline or whatever you want to call it. I, I read these text messages. I respond to these text messages, although I was told that I say the number a little too quickly, which I can see. My mother, my mom's a fast talker. My dad, not so much. So I think in certain instances I get, uh, I get going and get the uh, my mother's speaking pace kind of kicks in from time to time. So the text, the number you can text, and you can text me anything. You can text me how great you think this program is. That's a good text for me to get. You can text your questions. You can text your thoughts. You can tell me I'm I'm wrong. Just make sure if you do that, make sure you got to throw in some adoration and praise. You know the routine. And I'm kidding about that, by the way. Some of you don't, some of you take me way too seriously on that. I will have fun with it. And I might tell you in your message, not enough adoration and praise. I might even say not enough A and P just to kind of spice things up. But 
the number is 317 210 2830. 317 210 2830. I actually had someone yesterday who texted and said he had um, he had misheard the number and he was texting apparently somebody somebody else. So I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. It reminds me when I was a kid. I was going to say the part of the phone number, but I don't want to do that. When I was a kid, there was a pizza store in town, small pizza, uh, small town. And the last four digits of our phone number were, had three of the same four digits. And the last digit for the pizza store was zero. And the last digit of our phone number was six. And so people would sometimes, as they were driving by, see the number up on the marquee or whatever, would think it was a six instead of a zero, and they would call us for pizza. And I don't want you to be texting some some poor soul questions or thoughts or whatever about politics. <laughs> um, anyway, that's the number, 317-210-2830. And I welcome, again, if you agree, disagree, whatever. We're conservative, not bitter. That's why I wanted to say it off the top. So... Let's start with this today. Let's start with this soundbite. It's just 52 seconds, <clears throat> and it is a litany of reasons. Well, I guess the, the starting premise is that conservatives don't love America. And if we loved America, then he has a series of things that he goes through that, um, you know, why don't you do this? Why, you know, you don't, you hate this. You, every, everything is we hate. We hate, we hate, we hate. That's, that's what this TikToker says. And this, it doesn't matter if it's this TikToker. This is something that people think and, well, some people feel. Some people have just been conditioned to accept it because they've heard it so many times. I don't know how many people really think it who have, gone through the process of, of analyzing this. Now, maybe this guy does. Again, I'm not saying he's being dishonest. I am saying, though, he's, at least as it pertains to my brand, the conservative, not bitter brand of conservatism. He's 100% wrong. He literally could not be more. His, his assessment of my brand, our brand of conservatism, is as successful as Joe Biden's brand of running the country in the White House. Literally 0% uh, effective, correct, so forth. So I want to play this, though, because I, we all know people either like this, people who are impacted by things like this. Sometimes we have responses to these accusations where we'll sit and we don't address these things as we should. And I want to talk about I just want to talk about all this today. A lot to unpack. 52 seconds here of this particular TikToker. Again, his handle is the loneliest wolf on TikTok. If you do that sort of thing, I didn't used to, but um, I go there from time to time now and I, I learn stuff. I really, if you look at my feed, what I have a lot of is like Christian apologetic stuff. And I have a bunch of stuff that um, is from, you know, Christians who I would say are liberal Christians, actually without question are liberal Christians, 
and then a bunch of radical leftist stuff because I really want, I seek to try to understand on here. When I tell you things about the left, it's because I see it and hear it. I've, you know, dealt with it back in school and so forth as well. And I, I'm just sharing with you what I've learned, what I've learned about that worldview over the past 20-some years or whatever. And I still actively try to understand it today because, again, it's, you know, in many ways it's about the latest fad, the latest thing to be woke about or whatever. It's not what this particular soundbite's about, but understanding that is important to understanding the worldview of the radical left. So with that being said, here is 52 seconds. Now, you're going to, some of you are going to get a little mad just Blow this off. This is someone who doesn't know you, who I wonder if they know any regular conservative, if they've ever met a conservative. I wonder this when I hear these sorts of things because I go through the list of people that I know who are conservatives, which of course are many, and I think, who in the world, who is this guy talking about? This is not a person. This is not a person that I know. I'm not saying that none of these people exist. But if they do, or to the, to the degree that they do, they are literally the fringe. They're, they are a very, very small minority. This is not normal. This is not you. This is certainly not the host here as well. But anyway, that being said, let's play this soundbite of what this leftist, or at least liberal TikToker, says is wrong with conservatism. Here it is. I'm always, I'm always curious what exactly conservatives mean when they say they love America. Because you hate most of the people who live here. You hate the civil liberties afforded by the Constitution. You hate the separation of church and state. You might claim to love its economy, but you hate all of the states that make up the largest parts of it. You hate the government. You hate people who are anti-government. You hate the rich because you think they're part of a conspiracy to f*** your kids. You hate the poor because you think they're lazy. You hate this country's natural beauty because it gets in the way of industry. You hate industry because it keeps giving jobs away to immigrants. You hate immigrants for taking things you feel entitled to. You hate liberals because you feel like they're too entitled. You hate government interference for getting in the way of big business. You hate big business for being too globalized. You hate globalism for taking jobs away from American workers. You hate American workers for unionizing and demanding better jobs. When you say you love America, what aspect of America are you actually talking about? All right. Now, you've, if you feel the need to yell and say, Todd, why did you play that for my ears as I'm driving into work or as I'm listening to the podcast or wherever you are, whatever time it is when you're actually listening to this program, if you feel the need to yell at me for a moment, I understand. But I think it's important that we understand what these folks think or at least what they want others to think that they think about us. Does that make sense? It's not. So, again, I'm not going to levy accusations because I don't know this this guy. I've met both types. I've met people who genuinely think these things, and I've met people who want to brand us as these things, so it doesn't matter to them if it's true or not. They are putting all their effort into making sure that that brand sticks, that they define our brand, that they... You know, that they're the ones that define us and what we believe and what we think. And I don't know which category uh, the loneliest wolf here falls into, but um, he's wrong. He's, like I said, 100% wrong. And a couple of things at the beginning of this that I, that I want to do, and I've got to get to a break in a minute. I'm going to work 
work here, especially as we're um, working to syndicate this program. And I've got some stuff to tell you about that here today as well. But um, there's a couple things I want to point out at the beginning. Number one, number one, this is a technique that, and I don't know if this TikToker is intentionally doing this or not. So I'm not, I really, there's, I'm not making any accusations against him. What I'm saying is that typically they did this with Trump. For example, they would say Trump told, what is it, 35,000 or some unbelievably large number of lies. And what are you going to do about that? If you have a friend, if you have a coworker, if you have a family member, whatever, a neighbor, and you've been talking politics, and they said, man, Trump lied 37,412 times. I mean, how are you going to rebut that, right? There's there's no way. And I'm not here to say that Trump never lied. Any, that's not even the point. But the point is they they want to come at come at us with so much, like overwhelming, and it's not even evidence. It's someone's approximation or someone's definition of what the evidence is. It's someone's assessment. Well, the, the Washington Post said Donald Trump lied however many thousands of times. And that's, that's an appeal to authority. The Washington Post says that, so we should just agree with it because the Washington Post, <laughs> we're making a lot of assumptions here, but the Washington Post, and I don't know if it's the Washington Post, but it's one of these, these news outlets and so forth that tell you these things, that tell the American people these things. And so, and so the idea is they're trustworthy because they're the media. If you ask, if you have doubts about their trustworthiness, you are undermining a free press and you're trying to overthrow our government. Like this is, this is, this is how they think they've quote unquote cornered us <laughs> because this is their, their thinking. Well, either you believe the Washington Post or you're a violent insurrectionist. You're probably someone about to commit some act of terrorism, which of course the FBI thinks the gravest threat to America is someone who has a flag or a don't tread on me flag or whatever. You've seen this stuff um, from an internal memo that I think the uh, the organization Project Veritas has gotten their hands on, James O'Keefe's organization. But anyhow, this is how they the game is played. So there's all sorts of philosophical, um, well, what's the term I want? It's, it's that they're they're making all sorts of fallacies. And what this argument is doing here when he lists all those in 50 seconds, it's a, it has the effect on some people like, whoa, I don't even know what to say to that. It's so overwhelmingly, you know, there's just so much. I don't even know where to begin. What do I what do I say? First of all, it shouldn't do that to us because I'm telling you, our ideology is rooted firmly in truth firmly in truth, and we'll go through these. We'll go through these one by one. I'll tell you as well what I mean when I say that I love America, which of course is super ironic to me because who describes America with absolute disdain? Is it not the radical left? Is it not the likes of AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush and Elon Omar and these other extremely radical folks. I mean, there's certainly Democrats that I think do love America, but the, the radical left, my friends, they want to remake this nation into something that it is not. They hate it as founded. I think they would admit as much. And so 
What's ironic is that's the group that I would contend, without any reservations, hate America. It's not conservatives. And it's not at all what this, uh, what this gentleman has portrayed in his little rant or whatever you want to call it on TikTok. So we'll do that as we come back from the break. So timeout is in order. Going to step away here for a brief timeout. Come back and pick up where we left off after the break, my friends. Sit tight. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Look, I know there's a lot going on. I was thinking this this is a break from all that. Not that it doesn't matter. We've gone through it, as you well know, every day for, I mean, what is it, a better part of a week or so. And there's just a lot. There's a lot. I mean, the FBI is, I mean, certainly should, the way that they're being led and directed should cause all Americans to have a lot of doubt. And and not just them, government across the board, which of course makes me, according to the FBI's internal document, um, likely, (laughs) likely to be a threat. Homegrown terrorism because... I'm questioning the power and the scope of government, which, of course, is precisely what the founders did and precisely what the founders expected us to do. But so many people have no idea about that today. These are the same people that if you ask them on these man-on-the-street interviews, I just saw one the other day. What year was America founded? I saw a kid, a young man, I should say, who said it was like 1952 or something like that. the, The lack of knowledge about anything i mean world war one was before 19 world war two was before 1952 we the korean war started before 1952 the cold war started around that time i mean this is this is what we're dealing with right folks don't don't know that and and of course the people that spread this misinformation half truths whatever they know that and they they build upon it and so forth. So let me start by going back to what I was talking about at the beginning. So let's say you're, you know, someone, and if you're joining us, I played a soundbite from a, uh, a TikToker who basically said, what do conservatives love about anything in America? What do they mean when they say that? And I'm going to answer that question in a moment, but I wanted to start by saying, anytime someone gives you a litany of reasons, just rat, tat, 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 of things that is you know some sort of an assault on your on our belief or worldview faith whatever the first a lot of people immediately feel defensive and i we need to fight that instinct we can't feel defensive because defensive people are not persuasive people defensive people are defensive people we shouldn't feel like we shouldn't feel like we're on defense because as people who have embraced truth we have to understand that we're on offense we just listen to what they say, and if it's appropriate to have a dialogue, which it isn't always, by the way, it depends upon the person, uh, the level of of you know how heated it is, who this person is, and all that kind of stuff. But let's just say that a dialogue is in order. We shouldn't be intimidated by that. In fact, I'm reminded. I, I chuckled about this because there's there's a um, let me get this pulled up here. There is 
an effect. <laughs> there's an effect that researchers have found. You may have heard about heard about this, or you may have seen this referenced. Um, it's called the group attractiveness effect, and th- this was actually been researched. And basically, researchers found that when there's a group of people together, some people call this the cheerleader effect. And I'm not being sexist by saying cheerleader, so take it easy out there. But if there's a group of cheerleader, you know, cheerleaders together, psychologically, it makes the the group the group would appear more attractive than than they would individually. So the same sort of thing, I'm just pointing this out. The same sort of thing happens when someone throws all these allegations or, you know, kind of uh, tries to decimate your worldview. Not all of those arguments are equally, you know, the same. It doesn't even mean or they're not equally as, as valid. So they may all be invalid, but sometimes by the sheer volume, it makes someone think, whoa, I don't want to have a conversation here because that seems like a lot to deal with. And the truth is, that's not the case at all. So we will go through those case by case um, in in a bit. But what do we, he concludes? He concludes his remarks by saying, "What does conser-, And the whole point of his remarks were to say, "What do conservatives really mean when they say that I that we love America?" And I'm going to happily answer that. I love this. The mission of this show is to help others hear and receive truth. Not that we've got it all figured out. I don't want anyone to think that. But the things that are true, we have to, my friends. We have to pass those on to the next generation. We have to articulate those. Because the default, evil is always on the march. And if if there's a void to fill, if, if truth has not filled the void, if there's nothing there, if there is simply a void with no truth, evil and lies and half-truths and myths and fake news or whatever comes in and fills that void, and it becomes harder to eradicate it at that point. So it has to be those areas, you know, metaphorically speaking, those areas um, where we you know, interact with people or, you know, at our schools, at our business, we have to, we have to be willing to speak, speak truth. So I love that America was founded upon truth. And here's just some of the truths America was founded upon. All people are created in the image of God. All people are created equal. And I point out, I recognize this fully, that the reality of that truth was not realized until later in America's existence. The founders did not fully um, live up to the standards that they had written out. They had acknowledged them, but they didn't embrace those truths in their lives as it pertained to equality between people and slavery and so forth. That's And that's a, that's a stain on America's founding. That has since been addressed, but it was not always the case. However, you can always find the truth in our founding documents that says things like all people are created, uh, that all men are created equal, all people are created, you know, that's another men, women, now people. We accept that all people are created equal, that all people are created in the image of God, and that America is built upon this idea of personal liberty. We can live our lives as we choose, that we are citizens of this country. 
We are not subjects to someone else. We answer directly to God. Or if you don't want to answer, that's another thing. As a as a Christian, I'll tell you, we all have to ultimately answer to God. But if you don't want anything to do with that, that's your prerogative, right? You can answer to yourself. You don't have to answer to some throne or dignitary king, what have you. Our government is, in the words of Abraham Lincoln in his great Gettysburg Address speech, is a government of the people, by the people, for the people. And that are those are all things that I that I love about this country. Now I got plenty more to say, as you can imagine, about this. I love the Constitution as well. I want to go through some of those other things. And I also want to go through point by point on where this TikTok guy is just so off the just completely wrong about conservative thought. And this has to be addressed. So, timeout is in order. I know we're taking a little break from the FBI saga, and that's okay because this, I think, has a practical aspect, and it gives us a little bit of a break from realizing how absolutely atrocious our government has become. That's still, that's still, of course, true. We're going to have to address that. I'm not ignoring it. I'm just trying to deal with the reasons that people give for not being conservative and, and maybe some ways that we can go about addressing that. So quick timeouts in order, my friends. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what it is that we love about America. As this TikToker has told all of his followers or whatever you call them over there. He doesn't know what conservatives love about America. I said some of the things that I love about America, what what I mean when I say I love America, last segment, but I can continue. I love the Constitution. I love that we are free to have our religious beliefs or not to have our religious beliefs. I love that we are free from forced religion or a state religion. I love that. By the way, for those who think that someone like me wants a theocracy, that's absurd. Folks, God recognizes choice. You can't force someone to believe in God. That's antithetical to his way about dealing with us. I reject that fully. I will defend an atheist or another person's, you know, of another faith, their freedom to exercise or not exercise or whatever their religion as they choose. And that's a good thing. I love that we have the freedom of speech. I'm thankful that the snowflakes that exist today weren't around at the time of Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and John Adams and Samuel Adams and all those folks because, well, first of all, they wouldn't have won the fight over... Uh, the things that you couldn't say, they would have been ridiculed and mocked and defeated thoroughly by the very brilliant minds of that time. But those folks would have argued much differently. They do today regarding the freedom of speech, but I love that we have the freedom of speech, the freedom to assemble. I like that. And by the way, you're free to protest, just not free to riot. You're not free to engage in Violent acts. You're free to petition your government for a redress of grievances, as the Constitution says. I love that. And by the way, that means that we can tell the government that we don't like what it's doing. 
We don't like what it's doing to us. For example, just, I don't know, picking a random thing out of, out of thin air, you could say that we don't like a corrupt FBI or we don't like open borders or we don't like voter fraud or even, dare I say, we don't like the possibility of election fraud. And we can say those things, and this is important to understand about what it means to be able to petition your government for a redress of grievances, my friend. You're supposed to be able to do that without fear of any sort of punishment or retaliation from the government. Is that what we have today? Now, again, we're talking about the idea of America and how it's been changed by these radicals who are in power today. But I love that about how America was founded. I love that we have in the Constitution or our founders recognize that we have a right to protect ourselves, our families from any threat, whether it's an individual criminal or a tyrant. I like that we have an actual real right to privacy against unreasonable searches and seizures. I like that we have the right to certain types of protections in criminal or civil proceedings, things like due process, which again is under threat today, or dare I say um, not being equally distributed amongst all people in the population. And I would point out, I would point to Donald Trump, whatever you think about him individually or as a president, but he has not been given the same due process as other, other folks or many of the January 6th suspects, how they have not been given this. But we're free from the idea of self-incrimination. We're freed from the possibility of being tried more than once for the same crime. We're free to be able to have a jury trial of our peers. We should be given the presumption of innocence. The burden of proof is on the state. There's certain limits on law enforcement. There's a concept of reasonable doubt. The founders and and the, the system of justice was established with a whole lot of, um, what do I want to say, a whole lot of effort that was put in there to protect abuses because they saw this firsthand, my friends. So we've got the idea, well, we have an adversarial system of, of justice. You have the prosecutors who are making the case. you got the defense attorneys who are defending those who are being prosecuted. I like that like the idea of public trials. I like the idea of being able to face accusers. I like the idea that there's no cruel and unusual punishments. I like the idea that we have a limited government. In fact, the Constitution, again, <laughs> in theory, in reality, the lovers of big government have taken over and have disregarded this document, the Constitution, in ways that are dangerous and damaging to our constitutional republic. But America at its core, is supposed to be a limited government. The Constitution defines what the federal government is supposed to be able to do, quite specifically, I might add, and it leaves everything else up to the people and to the states. I like that. That also brings up the idea of federalism. I like that. States' rights. I like our Judeo-Christian heritage. (gasps) Gasp. (laughs) I do. I like that. Again, it's not a theocracy. We should not be a theocracy. But one of the reasons that these truths were recognized was because of that Judean Christian heritage. These things are instrumental in the type of society that we have, in the freedoms that we, that we have. And we have the freedom to live our lives as we deem, unless or 
until it directly infringes upon another's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, property. Again, my freedom to swing my arm ends where your nose begins, right? I like free market capitalism. I love the prosperity that has come from free market capitalism, from discovering the truth that it, this system of economics is the best that we can experience this side of heaven, and that untold millions of people, both here and around the world, have been lifted from low economic status or even poverty to relative prosperity or, in some cases, even extreme prosperity. That has done untold wonders for the world. I like an open public square. I like that America encourages and allows for this debate and the free exchange of ideas and differences. I love those things about the United States of America. I Again, my TikTok friend, I don't know how to make that any clearer. That's pretty extensive. I love this country in ways that I can't even articulate. This country... This country radically changed, radically changed the world. This country is, in fact, a beacon of light. And ironically, you say that people like me don't love it, when in reality, the people who uh, bristle up when I say something like America is a beacon of hope and a light to this world, if you find yourself bristling up, then I would ask myself, who's the one that really doesn't love this country? So, timeout is in order. We're going to go through some of the things he said as to the reasons he thinks we hate. We hate everything if you listen to this leftist or liberal, whatever he actually is. And he's, again, mistaken beyond belief. And we'll do that after the timeout, my friend. Sit tight. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in mere moments. Come back, my friends. Taking a little bit of a reprieve from all of the... FBI, Trump stuff, Mar-a-Lago raid. There's going to be more to discuss. I just, my attention was captured by this soundbite, which I played, I think, the first segment, which you can go back. Or if you missed that part, you can always download the podcast and you can listen to this whole thing in its entirety. But I want to go back. I want to go back some of the things and, and address some of the things that this TikToker has misunderstood. First of all, has misunderstood about conservatism. This TikToker says that um, conservatives hate people. Conservatives hate people. That, in fact, when he went through his list of things that, you know, he said conservatives don't love anything. In fact, conservatives hate. He said, conservatives hate people. Conservatives, he says, hate civil liberties. To which I would say, oh, really? Which civil liberties do I hate? Uh, Mr. TikToker, I can both personally disagree with someone, uh, with the choice that someone makes while vehemently defending their right, his or her right, to make that choice that I think is bad. Those things, we've got to get past this. We have to not give in and capitulate whenever someone says we hate people. That's not what this is about. Not what this is about. In fact, In fact, there's a deep love for people. I want people, the reason I talk about this stuff is because I want people to understand the truth, the truth of life, the truth, some some of these core truths. Again, I don't have it all figured out by, by a long shot, but the truth of 
constitutional conservatism, and, and most importantly, the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like this, these are life-altering pursuits and things. This TikToker says that we hate the separation of church and state. Again, demonstrably false. America is not, nor should not be, a theocracy. However, my friends, that does not mean that citizens cannot try to persuade others to examine and accept things like the teachings of Jesus or of the Bible. And it also doesn't mean that people who believe in Jesus or the Bible or any other faith for that matter are exempt from serving in our government or praying about their decisions or, dare I say, even praying in public. And this is what I object to. I don't hate anyone who disagrees with me. I just think that they're very, very wrong. They're very, very wrong about this and Their ideas are incredibly dangerous and a threat to religious liberty. He also says that we hate the biggest states that make up our economy, that make up our nation. Again, again, false. I don't hate anyone. This is not personal to me. I'm not engaged in this pursuit because I have a vindictive attitude or just the desire to destroy my political adversaries. I just happen to think that the political decisions that are made by the largest, which are typically the bluest states, they're very dangerous to a free people. And if you want to say that I hate something, go ahead and say that I hate bad and dangerous ideas. I am okay with that. He says that we hate government. I don't hate government. In fact, the founders understood that what we should understand today, that a large government is a threat to a free people. And of course, we're not anarchists. That's ridiculous. We're limited government people. We understand that government is a necessary evil, this side this side of heaven. I don't hate the idea of government. I hate what government does to its people. We don't hate the ant people who believe in ant, you know, no government. We don't hate the rich, as he accuses. We don't hate the poor. I'd like to say more about that. I just simply have run out of time here. But he says we hate, hate, hate the national beauty of this country. Come on. Folks, I'm kind of a dork. And a, a nature dork. I love national parks. We've seen some amazing things on our travels as we've done this you know, beginning phases of the truth tour. And there's so much more that I want to see. But actually, a lot of times when someone erroneously describes another's worldview or beliefs by interjecting such a strong amount of hatred, it usually says more about them and how they view things than about the person they're describing. I fully reject his description, depiction of what conservatism is. At least that's certainly not what conservative, not bitter is. Quick time out, my friends. Come back and uh, wrap up in here uh, here in just a minute. Sit tight. One of these days, that I wish the program was a little bit longer because I would like to go through this, continue having this discussion, but I'm simply, simply out of time. But I do want to say, I, I alluded to this earlier, And I have, I don't know, gone back and forth maybe on this for some time. Um, We are in the process, God willing, of beginning to syndicate on other stations. And I just want to announce this. I want, um, we've not told a lot of people this, um, but I want to tell you that the places we're looking at syndicating next include the markets of Dallas, Denver, and Salt Lake City with others, God willing, to follow. So... Just wanted to share that with you. I've got to go. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.